0: We, are we starting already and you've got your phone out looking. now please tell me that you're either taking a picture of me for, for
1: socials or you're about to read something out definitely not taking a photo of you mate stupid <laughs> <You> bastard <laughs> this, is, this is the latest review on iTunes for, for the podcast
0: oh do I need to go out the room for this you know I'm not very good with
1: feedback no it's good oh, Okay, okay so I'm the mum and not the dad Brilliant! Oh, <laughs> uh, and my two kids are ten and thirteen, so I'm way over the toddler issues that you guys currently have. But let me tell you, there's plenty of material for the kids' and dick section still. I bet with teenagers. Anyway, I prefer your podcast to so many podcasts out there aimed at mums and mums and women <laughs> who are try who try to be PC and deliberately funny. You guys are funny without without trying to and not pretentious at all. And it's giving me some insight into how my husband's brain works. Uh, <laughs> really, she's spying on her husband is, by listening to us.
0: <laughs> uh, is that is that bro code? Are we, are we allowed to? be... But we we're just being us. Yeah, that's but, fine. She's but, using us. That's nice. But are are women finding more about men because of our podcast? So are we to blame? Are we are we giving away secrets?
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> but Oof. but I think it's it's fine because I think uh, I think it's about time dad's had somewhere to let, let it out. I like that she thinks we're real and um, nice and nitty gritty. What well, are you trying to
0: say? Are we not mummy and you make two or something like that? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't know. That isn't... No one searched that. I believe... <laughs> no, I, I've just tried to make that one up. So I'm, I... There's probably is. There's, checked, hundreds. There is a, there's hundreds. There isn't a mummy and you makes two. Uh,
1: she then says, thank you for making me laugh and be thankful that my kids are no longer toddlers. Keep it up. I do hope you will do lots and lots of seasons.
0: Oh, how, mummy and you makes... <laughs> Two If it isn't Someone get it quick No I'm Not that I can see Have you found any No there must, there, That there. name is free If you're thinking about Being a mum Podcaster Blogger YouTuber
1: Insta Mom.
0: It's free It's there will give you that one you yeah. love that
1: How are you Al? Yeah I'm okay thank I had a really nice weekend Did you? Yeah
0: um, Were you scripting stuff For the next Don't tell your mum podcast? No is that what you, what, what,
1: What's you slacking? Uh, Well, I definitely haven't been doing that But I have taken We took Ted to a football club He's joined a football club Oh, which one? Is it Little Kickers or something like that? No, no, no It's called Langton Green Oh, right (laughs) Sounds posh, that (laughs) It's just a local village Is it a private football club? (laughs) No, it's just a local village But it's, um, it's really nice It's really It's kind of at his age There's no competitive matches Or kits or anything So it's just like Turn up there's a coach doing some drills, but if you don't want to join in, you can still use the ball and play on the side for a bit. So nice. me and him have a kick about because he's he, integrating him in takes a while to things. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not like one of those kids that just jumps into the deep end. So he wants to warm up, but a couple of his friends from school are there. So it's it's really lovely. And then he went to bed, and I'm excited because I'm I'm big into football, but I mean, he. <laughs> <laughs> that's me being excited what? you've gone really high pitched just so you know <laughs> because uh, that night he Jen, Jen was putting him to bed and uh, he leant over and said mummy thank you so much for a really nice day which is oh. really nice on its own and then she said, um, oh, what did you really love? And he went, well, I liked it all, but I especially like playing football with Daddy. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that is, that is, that's why you we You little softy, you. Do you know that that means? Come makes- here. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You'll be the same. But yeah, so that, that kind of, when things like that happen, I mean, it would have been nice if it was to me, but still, I had a third, third party. I had something very
0: similar um, from Noah, my son. So he's four. Uh, over the weekend, Charlie has now got the outbuilding which I wanted. When we bought the house, I saw the outbuilding and thought that is going to make the most amazing studio. You know, mean you can do stuff in yeah. there, recording and other stuff if you want. <laughs> I could put like a mini bar there. <laughs> I Ooh, can yeah. do man cave. Like here I, on this whole wall, I can do some sort of projector with a nice PS4 bit of virtual reality. Yeah. I had everything nailed down for this this outbuilding. Yeah, it's now a therapy room. So <laughs> You uh, lost the
1: battle. I lost the battle. There is still... I would have um, predicted that, to be honest. There's still, there's still a
0: couple of microphones in there, but that's, you know, but she has to record therapy stuff. But we painted the outbuilding today. Oh, sorry, over the weekend. And I could just... I saw Noah. He was on the slide with Luna and he was sitting on top of the slide just watching... So I kept... Are you all right, Bubba? Yeah, yeah, I'm all right, Daddy. Yeah, yeah. You're doing a very good job. Thank you, Noah. It's very kind of you. Carry on, carry on, carry on. <laughs> Approval. And I keep looking over and he's looking. He's looking even more. And I'm, I'm like... He's like, doing very well, Daddy. Thank you, Noah. And obviously, um, he's looking because he wants to do it. Yeah. So, And this has never really happened before. This is the first time he's kind of looked at stuff and gone, I want to help Daddy. So I'm like, would you like to help? All right, then. Go ask Mummy to put some old clothes on and we'll do a bit of painting. So he comes down and what can only be described as clothes that are for a one-year-old who's he's four <laughs> we, he, look,
1: he is wearing the tightest fitting clothing trousers up. that are now short
0: yeah,
1: they literally were to his knees
0: <laughs> and he had a long sleeve t-shirt that came up to his elbow yeah. it was like that so um and I thought right the thing is this needs to be done as quickly as possible and I need it done properly so it's going to need a couple of coats but if he starts doing one coat and I'm doing another coat over here it won't be in sync you know when you decorate you've got to do it all at the same time yeah. so it all looks perfect so I gave him a little square to paint and it's on the corner I thought that's fine he'll be right there he can, he can do that but, and it's, 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 it's terrible what do you did think? you give him a tiny brush he had a little roller I gave him a okay. mini roller and I gave him a brush as well. So I thought, he can do no harm there. That's fine. I've squared it off. He won't go out the squares. That's great. So I'm doing my bit. All's good. All's good. All's good. And then I look around and he's done his bit. And I'm thinking, oh, that's really good. Fantastic. He's done a good job. Not much mess. Then I look around the corner. And I've gone, oh, fuck. The air conditioning unit is right by the corner of where I've got him to do the square. Yeah. And he's gone across and painted the air conditioning unit. <laughs> He painted the air conditioner. He's painted a bit of it by accident. Oh no! With a roller. He's obviously <laughs> and gone. it So, but nice moment, nice father nice and moment. son moment. You'll remember that for a long time. He wanted to help, and and yeah, yeah. And he and he actually before he went to bed last night, he said, "Daddy, can we go look at what we painted again?" Granted, he only did a thirty-centimeter square block, yeah. and I did the rest of it. But he's like, "Look at we did.
1: Oh,
0: we did good job, didn't we, Daddy? We did, bro.
1: That's so. That is nice. You will remember that when you're." I was going to say, when you're about fifty, but you're not far off fifty. <laughs> when you're sixty, you'll be talking about that moment as
0: well. I have to apologise again. I know that I've already apologised on, on a previous episode, but literally, I've had Noah thought we were going camping because obviously we were going camping, uh, yeah. weren't we? Uh, did and you he was like, Daddy, here we go. Yeah, unfortunately, Daddy is a bit of an invalid at the moment, so um, and needs an operation.
1: But there will be another time. Yeah. So we're going to have to go by ourselves. I think. Oh, do you know what I want to do at the moment? I want to get a camper van. I want a camper van, you, not you, not a not a um, Winnebago, not a massive caravan type thing. I want a camper van, like a small camper van. You can still drive into town, you can still use it. I just want a camper. I don't care how new it is. I don't care if it's a VW transporter. Although that nice. oh right, good.
0: I was about to show you of one of those girly VWs before. No, I don't, I don't. I no, don't care yeah.
1: what it is. Well, they're useless as well. They don't
0: get those. I want four a transporter wheels. Transporter
1: is an amazing vehicle. Yeah. No, literally, I want four wheels and a and a bed in the background.
0: Yeah, but you can do that with an estate. No, not not properly, though. No, but have you seen the conversions? So, like, you know, a BMW 5 Series or, I don't know, a Mondeo estate, you can get conversion kits that lie flat and you can just literally sleep
1: over yeah. them. So you put the, the problem here is I've I've we've, I've literally got to a point where Jen will entertain the possibility of going in a camper van for a couple of nights. If I now turned around and say mm, it's, it's not going to just... come back, it's now just an estate. <laughs> I bought a Monday estate. <laughs> you can't sit up. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got, you've got you have got then, a cigarette lighter to charge your yeah, phone. I'll be back to square one. <laughs> Make yourself lucky, enough. <laughs> but no, I'll be looking on um, Facebay. And how much are they looking at? Do you know? it it, it quite literally goes from about 2,000 for ones with an MOT that are are running that's still quite old right up to 30 grand
0: because my mate uh, Simon who did the outbuilding the studio Mm. stuff so he's a builder he has got a VW Transporter and I think it's 2003 yeah Um, and it is phenomenal yeah. it's still going he uses it every yeah, single day he's,
1: he's done it out they've, all, they've all racked up like 150,000 miles and I'm like that's a diesel mountain yeah to, to be honest that, that tells me it's good it's, what, it's just broken in <laughs> yeah. it's ready for another 150,000 yeah, yeah so uh, I'm just so literally every like, spare tenner I get every 20 quid I get I just put away and uh, yeah hopefully I'll get up to a few grand and... I am
0: um, I'm on the same page as you I think I'm ready for a camper van should we go
1: should we go halves? Because if you isn't went it? if you went halves, then you could basically you just book out the you know a couple of months if I say oh I need it then I need it oh, then
0: it's not a bad idea
1: you know should we
0: I mean okay. Is that, oh, please don't tell me that's not another WhatsApp group. <laughs> <laughs> Campervan, J and Al. No, I can't do
1: another WhatsApp but group. That, that could just be a text message between us. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one else would be in that group, which doesn't make it a group. So i depressed I'm about WhatsApp groups at the moment. Not another one. Yeah. Mute it. I did set up one for this podcast as well. Sorry about that.
0: No, that's come in handy though. Yeah. Actually, so far. So that's good. Just be aware that my WhatsApp groups are muted. All groups are muted. Yeah. Just so you know, so if it's important, WhatsApp me first, and then I will have a look on the group. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah.
1: But yeah, let's go halves. Decision made. What's now, coming up today? What are, we, what are we actually talking about today? Well, supposed just, to be talking. You've just about
0: picked it. up the script, and I've picked up the script. So um, <sighs> right, we are um, right. So we do another confessional very soon, obviously, and we're going to be talking about becoming a uh, becoming a step parent and managing a step family. Now, this is a good subject, a very good subject. Um, we may touch on this if we've got time. World Vegetarian Day.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're going to need a lot of time because I've got a lot to say about vegetarian and veganism.
0: Ah, you see, I've been both.
1: Yeah. So, and, and what have you ended up as? Mainly vegetarian. Carnivorous. No, mainly vegetarian. No, 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 no. Oh my, oh my God. You can't be mainly vegetarian. You can for your health benefits. No, you can't be mainly vegetarian. Yeah, you can. You're either vegetarian or you eat meat. No, I... You eat meat. I eat a lot of vegetables. Yeah, but do you ever, ever eat meat? I'm a... Mm, uh, I have you on podcast three weeks ago. At getting a burger from I'm, McDonald's. Do you, me? I'm a, I'm a <laughs> Do you eat meat? I'm a vegetarian. Do you eat meat? A vegetarian. You cannot be vegetarian if you eat meat. No, Doesn't I matter eat, how frequently. I eat mainly
0: vegetables. <laughs> no, but you, I'm a mainly vegetarian. <laughs> <That's>
1: not- <laughs> You can't be, mate. Oh, yeah, I'm a little bit vegan. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so I'm... <laughs> it's because ev- I don't have milk on my cereal every day. <laughs>
0: all right. <laughs> so I, I am probably, yeah, put put me out that box. But what have you got? No, be very careful. My wife is, she was veggie. She is vegan. I think your wife's vegan. Yeah, she's, Jen's vegan. Yeah, so what's your, what's your problem? I like the way that you're doing it here when she's not around. Well, no, it's not a
1: problem with Jen. <laughs> Jen's diet we... is very unique. She's not just vegan. She, she doesn't eat very much at all. Uh, it's not healthy. Tell her that. Yeah, I know, I know. I know we're on it. But but she but, but anyway, so, but she She's mainly a prosecutarian. a yeah, yeah. Um no she she does eat she does eat like she obviously eat salad. Mm. Um she'll eat uh, certain breads that are obviously vegan breads. Um so she does eat bits and pieces and potatoes and things like that and veg and all that. Most bread's vegan. Yeah, it is now. Mm. Basically, uh, on Facebook watch, I've been in my feed I don't know why but there's a. I don't even want to give him any air because he's a complete prick <laughs> but, but, but he's like a an aggressive vegan activist right and he basically goes to loads of different things shoves a mic in front of people and basically bullies them mm. until they say something that he can either twist or shout at or he can um uh, or agree with him yeah I don't have any time for that I think that's absolutely not on I agree but also, I think, I, I, I haven't looked into it in a great deal of depth. <laughs> I like the way that this conversation starts with that. <laughs> but, but I, I don't agree with any kind of am, anim, animal cruelty. <laughs> animal cruelty. And so, with those kind of slaughterhouses that treat animals really badly, I'm 100% behind, they should not happen, Absolutely but i do also have an issue with people trying to put human characteristics and traits on animals mm. because i don't i don't personally think you can do that we're all living things are huh? We're all living things, but but a plant is a living thing if you're really going to get it.
0: Why should that I not slaughter you for your, your, your back-ass bacon? <laughs> you can have a bit of my ass if you want.
1: I think you taste <laughs> you've been tasting it. got to do is
0: ask. <laughs> do you know what it is, right? I think if you're veggie, fine, you're veggie. If you're vegan, fine, you're vegan. If you eat meat, you're fine. Just stick with your beliefs and just don't push it on anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah right. completely. That, that's, that's kind of, yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's Shall we move on? Yeah. Have we sorted? Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, let's do the confession. Oh, by the way, this is the Don't Tell Your Man podcast with um with me and Al. But you probably knew that anyway. Carry on.
1: Welcome back to the Confessional. Sex best.) <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: yeah welcome
1: back to the confessional welcome back to the confessional by the way if you wanted to send in a confession you can do that at dadsnet.com uh, head over to the dad podcast tab and there's like a little form you fill in. and we're getting some really really brilliant confessions in which we're about to read out today is a, a dad called Kenneth he emailed in his what are you laughing at I just love the name Kenneth I just think carry on mm-hmm. <laughs> well it's probably a different Kenneth I hope this story isn't sad now when I've just started it yeah about. exactly Yeah, you're going to feel well bad. Um, But yeah, he sent it in and. I've just seen a phrase, Mr. Stinky. It's not. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, let's get on before you spoil it all. Dear Al and JK, this isn't exactly a confession, just an embarrassing and funny story that happened to us recently. (laughs) My wife works as a consultant and recently she was recognized for her work. She got a promotion and was invited to a dinner where she was presented with an award. How lovely. The event was held in a hotel, loads of round tables, a stage, free bar, all really nice and posh. We couldn't arrange a babysitter for our three-month-old son, so we decided just to bring him along with us in the pram. That is the beauty of having a newborn, is that actually people said I can't go out with a newborn. Actually, a newborn is very malleable. What a word. Can I say malleable? I, yeah, no, yeah. I have no idea. I, mean, I think I, that I, means like bending them. Uh? What I mean is they're flexible. <laughs> As in they can just come with you. Okay, it was a great word. Was it used in the right context? I'm <laughs> not sure. But no, it worked. Even if it was bending, yeah. that's still not right. Why are you bending your child? Yeah. Actually, when we also, they are quite malleable. Like, like when you're putting a baby girl on and you're trying to get their arm in. <laughs> I was so nervous trying to do that. But actually, just shove it in there. It's fine. <laughs> you will be They're fine. very malleable. Yeah. So babies are malleable. You've been drinking <laughs> too much Malibu. That's what it is. <laughs> so they took their three-month-old to the awards it gets to the part of the evening where the awards ceremony starts and the host is pretty funny. So we don't really notice the time roll by and after a while, my wife's name is read out. She gets up on stage and gives a little speech where she mentions me and our son. The spotlight swings round to where I'm sitting with the pram next to me. Everyone turns around clapping to look at us. I, I turn to look at my son, who has managed to shit all over the pram and himself. <laughs> The poo is all over the place, on his face, in his hair, in his ears, even in his mouth. Oh my god. We all all while he was completely silent, only when the light goes on him does he start to cry. My face fell. I quickly tried to cover him with a blanket, but it's no good. The poo is everywhere. So while my wife is still giving her speech and gushing praise on me and our baby, I'm hurrying around the room with Mr. Stinky. There it is. <laughs> the spotlight following us all the way. <laughs> It was so embarrassing and my wife did not appreciate me leaving halfway through at the time, but we laugh about it now. I'm sure we've all had a similar situation to deal with. Just wanted to share my experience. One thing I probably should have done is check with him a bit more often. Also, always carry wet wipes. (laughs) Keep up the good work with the podcast. Really enjoying it. Kenneth.
0: (laughs) Oh, Kenneth. (laughs) Brilliant. I mean, 100% forgiven. Yeah, that's brilliant. This is just, this is called the learning curve. Yeah. You know, Al Al pretty much started this whole dad journey because of of, of Teddy shitting on him uh, during a photo shoot. So, yeah. And and did you have wet wipes at the time? No, no.
1: You see, the, the camera lady dived down with a with a nappy. That so we he, he was, it was you, a newborn portrait. It was like five days old, and he was asleep in my arms, and as he shit, I didn't realise, so I'm still smiling at the camera <laughs> like this. And then the camera lady, she, she didn't really know she took, got, the, got the photo, but she snapped it. And as she did that, she, she had the nappy that we'd just taken off him. And she dived down to, to put it onto the uh, rug. It was one of those shaggy rugs as well. You know oh, I mean? it
0: gets <laughs> yeah. right in yeah, there. Yeah,
1: literally like the worst type. And, uh, but yeah, we got the photo. Yeah, yeah. So we've, we've all been there. And we're yeah. out. We've been out and about. And oh. Poonami goes everywhere. The, the,
0: the places you will find yourself changing your child is pretty unbelievable. I remember once changing Noah on, I think it might have been the Gruffalo, on the Gruffalo Trail, <laughs> somewhere in the countryside. Yeah. Was it Bedgebury? It might have been, yeah. Was that what, they had the, the Gruffalo Trail? That the interactive thing? Where you get, the, you get the app on your phone and oh, then probably. you point it at certain things and then, like, owl pops up from out of nowhere and flies in. It's
1: really clever. Owl pops up? Owl. Oh, owl. 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 <laughs> I thought we were like, and then owl pops up. I was it's like, "Wow, a, it's I didn't the new know, interactive I
0: didn't owl game coming to a countryside near you."
1: Maybe we should do an interactive owl game.
0: I think you'll find it be an interactive <laughs> "Don't Tell Your Mum" podcast.
1: Game. <laughs> we, um, but yeah, I uh, know it's. I, I have visions at the moment of like this awards where, you know, they have they also have camp, they film it, so it's on the screen. like go, go to the, there's like this dad like frantically going, don't look! And like the shit flying. <laughs> He's taking off the camera. Oh, Coming wow, out of the pram. Yeah, she's like a, giving her speech. Like, it's oh a chocolate my
0: fountain. My, my darling baby, I couldn't have done this without
1: him. <laughs> and the dad's like frantically there like diving uh-huh. headfirst into it.
0: Well, Kenneth, we haven't had something like that. That is, that is spot on. And, and Mr. Stinky gets all our respect. Fair play, one hundred percent forgiven. Yes. So yeah, I've I've literally changed Noah on the Gruffalo.
1: How was there was there a facility there to change him?
0: Yeah. You see, I know what route we're going down here. Let's be honest. When you're on a Gruffalo trail, and you're sort of midway through it. Yeah you're going to have to walk a fair bit to go back to the changing facility. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you had walked back, would there have been a changing facility in the gents or some way that you yeah. could access it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think with stuff like that, you you would like to think that if it's based around children, there will be children's yeah. facilities.
1: So I've been on a, on a journey, okay? Four or five years ago, when Ted was born, I took him into Pizza Express in our local town, asked to change his nappy, nowhere available, only in the mums. The same in Strada, the same in Cafe Nero, and BHS at the time, although mm. that's gone bust, probably because of my video damning them. Yeah, you,
0: you basically <laughs> brought them down.
1: But but, all those people lost their jobs because of yeah, you. Yeah, well, you know, I couldn't change my baby's nappy. So, ha. Ah. But, but, don't quote me on that. But, um, so I made this video. It went on, good, we went on Good Morning Britain. It went on all the nationals. It was a really, really big issue. But this was four years ago. Since then, all of those change, all of those change. you got it on your brain. All of the, the those restaurant and cafe chains and public spaces have upped their game mm. and now nearly well you'll be hard pushed to find anywhere, especially around where I live, where there's not somewhere in the gents or the disabled, which isn't a perfect solution but it's still accessible as long as it's somewhere to change your baby yeah and we can both have access to yeah. it male or female yeah brilliant exactly so now I get uh, this this whole story issue comes up every three or four months, and I always get an email from BBC News or some newspaper or whatever. Mm. It always always comes up. And and now I've had to start saying, ah, you're four years too late, because actually it's not not a massive issue now. Yeah, of course you're going to find places where they don't. A lot of independents, yeah, money's tight, space is tight, I get it. But most of the big chains, the big shops, the big shopping centres, the big leisure centres, wherever, most of them, Will be absolutely fine. Mm. So it's not really a massive issue now. Yeah, and that's because of you. I, think, I, like, I like to think so. I saw some guy in America talking about it. So well. yeah, fact, you... I think over there it is changed. Except Barack Obama passed a bill to make it illegal not to have one in the gents, but I think only in certain states. I don't really understand how it works over there. But yeah. he did. Yeah, that's good though. So yeah, yeah. But that's... then this, but then this guy went viral saying he had to change his baby on the on the floor.
0: Yeah. Could you? Do you think you can manage to get a changing table? next to the Gruffalo for next time. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, because his knobbly knees not comfy. Turned out toes. <laughs> <laughs> Poisonous wart at the end of his nose. Oh, mate. I love the Gruffalo. You've memorised it. Oh, I love it. Anyway, uh, so uh, if you want to get your confession in, <laughs> yeah, uh, thedadsnet.com, there's a little section there that you can uh, submit your little confession and hopefully we will read it out in another episode.
1: Next up, we're going to be talking about how kids can be very irritating.
0: Kids' dicks. I'm actually picking my nose as I said that. Yeah, I know. And that is one that I would like... That's an avenue I'd like to go down. Have a little route around. Is it route around? Root around. Root around. At the moment, Noah is full-on nose-picking. Full on. Hmm. He's had a bit of a cold as well, so there's some stuff stuck <laughs> up there, which is fine. Yeah. He's four years old, just so you know. <laughs> um, he's not 26. Um, and, you know when, I think we all love a good nose picking session <laughs> yeah. especially the ones that are difficult to get and yeah. you start you start using different fingers yeah. different sizes you try and use your nail to get that little bit down
1: and then when it comes out it's very gratifying
0: I mean it's gratifying if it's not totally slimy it's not totally solid it's a little bit and you can mm. mould it that's he's obviously been watching me so now he's picking his nose a lot yeah but how do I explain my layout so in in the living room you can't get to the kitchen because there's a baby gate there because we've got a two year old And you can't go upstairs because there's a baby gate. So basically, we're trapping our children in the living room. So they can't go anywhere else and cause trouble. So every time Noah picks his nose now, he'll he'll pull a a nice big, big sticky one down. And I'm like, right, can you get
1: rid of that, please? Sure. (laughs) Pops it straight in. (laughs) No problem, Dad. So I'll I'll get rid of that. (laughs) Good lad.
0: (laughs) So I could be sat down watching, I don't know, some sort of, amazing David Attenborough documentary on Big Cats or something like that, or I could be watching Can't Pay, We'll Take It Away. And you know when you sit, you're sit, you seated and you, you know you're comfortable, you don't want to move, you're in a comfortable position. I've got a bad knee at the minute. I don't want to move. But because he's had a good light route around, and I, I've, got, oh, I've got to get up, got to open the gate, got to go and sort out some tissue, and blah, blah, blah. Now, I know it's not the end of the world, but this is my life at the moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we... I've got a lot to say about picking your nose. Okay, I love a good nose pick. Yeah, so do I. It, but it's the thing that Jen really hates. We're always going to get feedback. Yeah, I, I, I. mean, part of it is that what I do. I like to pick when I'm driving, and so I love picking. When yeah, do you do your nails as well? All the time. Window down,
0: flick it out. Yeah, not, just put it on the footwell. It's but, right. It's fine. But she, yeah, you never know. All yeah, the, all the. I know. I got I got, I got. I got cream carpets in the BMW for that reason. <laughs> so, you could smear she your nose in. can't see them, in. no, because you can't see. If you, if you flick your fingernails down, you can't see them.
1: <laughs> that That's a weird reason to go for Paige. <laughs> well, Why else would you? But also, so so we're in, so Jen's like, it's, it's, she's that thought, she's like, I just wish you wouldn't pick your nose so much. And then the other the other night, we we went to Whitstable. Mm, Very I love nice. Whitstable. And we stayed in a one bed place, four of us. Mm. <laughs> and, and so we're all in one bed. So I was literally on the edge, and I was I was knackered. I'd been at the Grand Prix the night before. Oh I, right! Oh well, my heart bleeds. Hang <laughs> on, that was that was a different story then. But we gained we were getting the ferry back. It was a two a.m. ferry, so I didn't actually get into bed until five a.m. Yeah, and I was up at eight a.m. to go to Whitstable. That's right. You so were a day out. You come relax. the night, come the night, I was in bed and I was really knackered. So I was falling asleep right on the edge, and it was me, Ted, Jen, and Louis was on the other end. And I was facing outwards, my back was to Ted. And I just felt him doing this like, on my arm. And I was like, oh, that's so lovely. He's just giving his dad a little stroke like this. Really nice, really relaxing. And then I just heard his snigger. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't even know if I can bother to ask what that is. And, <laughs> and then it gets louder and louder. Eventually, Jen goes, do you know what he's just done? I was like, he just gave me a stroke. He's like, no, he's wiping his bogeys on you. <laughs> well am said, so he saw me lying there really nice really knackered I said to everyone I'm going to go to sleep he was there rolling and smearing his bogeys on my arm <laughs> and I was just the whole time I was thinking oh he's so nice oh yeah it's lovely I know what I would I, yeah, what, I think, what's wrong with him stop wiping bogeys on me man I think even if
0: I'd known he was actually wiping a bogey on me I would have just I wouldn't have cared it's oh, just yeah. the attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. just have a nice stroke just now the again. physical touch it's lovely nice. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Yes. Yeah, oh, it's good to know that bogies are ruining both our households at the moment. Yeah. Then. Well, not so much ruining. Do you have a place where, if you bite your nails or if I don't know, you pick your skin or something like that, that you 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 dump it that your wife doesn't know about?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah. Down the back of the
0: sofa. You do you do back of the
1: sofa? Yeah. Okay. But our sofa is like raised from the ground and we have a wooden floor. So you can see everything underneath. But if you pulled it out, there'd be a lot of nails back there. We've got a big vase
0: in the the corner, so... (laughs) (laughs) Let me finish. Does Charlie know this? (laughs) It's a big vase in the corner, and it's got, you know those... They're not pointless, they look lovely, but I call them those... They are are pointless. The pointless (laughs) twigs. So you've got the pointless twigs, which are covered in gold and they've got glitter on, and then you've got some more pointless twigs, which you've got some material on, which make them look like flowers, and they're lit up. So that there's a big vase with those in. So
1: I put my <laughs> n- my nails in there. You're just you're just giving it a point. She won't listen. Now fine. now it's not pointless. You're, now it's the <laughs> nail bin. <laughs> it Technically, is I we've
0: had that thing for about six seven years. I I dread to think when I actually I'm when we moved house. I took control. I didn't let the delivery men take that. The, the removal men take that.
1: I took it just in case really <laughs> well yeah I actually want to challenge you to tip it out and see what's in there I don't want to and also do they it... biodegrade though they disappear right I reckon oh, I they disappear they must do yeah it. they take a while though because
0: like, yeah. isn't there museums with Elvis's fingernails in and stuff like that if they're oh, still around true. you know true there's a reason I won't tip it out because it's got Glitter in it as well, and I hate, you know, do on I a, hate glitter. On
1: t- uh, do it outside. On a, on a outside, we glitter everywhere. Outside. Yeah, don't do that. it's bad for the environment. <laughs> do, just do it on a table. You can sweep it up. Okay. Well, whatever you're into, I'll. Help. And then take me. Take a photo. <laughs> if you
0: look, then, all you have to say. To if you want some of my nails, <laughs> I'll, I'll do some nail for you. No,
1: I'm just. I'm just curious to see how much you have collected. <laughs> but I'm glad to. I'm glad that you also have a dumping grad. That's
0: good. <laughs> So our topic this week is becoming a step-parent or managing a step-family. Now, we've both got thoughts on this, I imagine.
1: And experience. And experience. Um,
0: So do do you want to start? Do you want to explain your setup?
1: Yeah. So we are, we're quite a blend, a modern blended family. So I am a step-parent to Louis, who's 14. And Jen is a step-parent to Isla seven so we're both step parents uh and what so one weekend there's like there's me jen and ted and then the next weekend there's me jen ted and Louie and nyla mm. yeah so it's five one weekend three the next weekend yeah so we yeah we're quite that modern family both lots of experience in being a step parent and uh, and what that's like and the challenges that come with it and the joys that come with it and yeah yeah uh
0: so i was in a previous relationship um, with, would mine be a step... Was it a stepchild? Was it... What was it? Yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So, step-parent law and legal definition. A step-parent refers to a person who has married one's parent after the death or divorce of the other parent. A spouse of the parent becomes a step-parent to the child when the child is not biologically related to the person.
1: Yeah, there you go. Probably take the last bit of that.
0: <laughs> okay, so, um, I was I was married before and uh, my ex had uh, a son with a previous relationship. Uh, I think when we got together, he was 12 months old. And I think when we divorced, he was six, seven years old.
1: Wow, so you knew him for a lot of that.
0: Well, I pretty much brought him up. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, and built up this amazing bond. I didn't have kids of my own. Uh, And I always used to say, being a step-parent, so my, my thing was for him being such a bundle of joy and, you know, loving him very much. Yeah. For me, it was it was always an honour that he had let me into his world. Yeah. It was never the other way around because when you're with someone and they have a child, you love that person, you love, you know, you love their son, their daughter. Yeah. That's just how, in my mind, it works. So that was, you know, he it was, with him... Six years, seven years of stuff that taught me so much. Mm. He made me become an adult, without doubt. He made me become a better person. He made me become the parent I'd like to think that I kind of am now. He definitely moulded that. Yeah, um, And without doubt, one of the most difficult things I ever had to do was because because me and my ex split and then that was it I've never really spoken to him since it was one of those sort of splits that's it done and dusted and I kind of did see him a little bit after that um but then it got awkward and then we had to make a decision which was well I I would have probably carried on seeing him for as much as possible but then of course when you enter another relationship and even though at the time Charlie my wife she was brilliant and, you know and I did get to see him and he got you know she also was very um she was amazing with it but we did have to come, we came to a point where i never saw him again mm. just after one day that was it never saw him again never had any contact yeah. with my ex so those 6 7 years that you've bonded with a human being from 12 months old and you've brought someone i'd like to think you know you've helped to mold this person as well from one day just to go that's it was that hard it's man it's fucked up <laughs> yeah it really is you know i can kind of i understand it with you know, at the moment, Katy Perry's got a song out talking about um, when you're with someone for seven years and then you divorce, you split up, and then, you know, you've you've seen each other in the most darkest places, and the happiest places. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, one day, you've ripped a Band-Aid off and you're gone, that's it. We're never really no going to be together anymore. But imagine that with, you know, with a child.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, man, it's do you difficult. Do you miss him? I think about him, without doubt. How old would he be now? He is so I think he was so let's say it would be 1415 now yeah yeah so I used to take him to primary school you know I took him to nursery um, I took him to football we yeah. used to go swimming together I taught him to swim yeah so it's yeah it is difficult and I do I do think of him yeah I do think of him quite a bit but in a way of I kind of you know weird this is a weird situation because one someone I work with, knows my ex. Right. And also knows the child that I'm talking so about. So she can give you updates. So, he, 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 so he, he, so he, you know, he tells me, you know, and I, and I, I don't know for sure, but I'd like to think that, well, what do I know? I don't know. That he, he knows who I am. He knows. Well, he must. See. Yeah, of course. Of but course.
1: do you, how do you think he feels about that? No idea. Don't know. Would you, maybe when he's 18 or over 18, do you think you'd ever reach out to
0: him? I think that will be, that's, that's his
1: choice. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Because he will look back at photos up until he was six years old. Well,
0: I, I imagine they've been burnt. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, no, not from him. You know, unless there was that one photo
0: of her which he really loved because she looked good, and then it's been ripped in half.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I, you
0: know, that's, that's not. Yeah. No, 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 that will no. This will solely be left
1: to, to him. To him. Right? Yeah. Do you think that if he said to his mum, "I want to go and meet JK for a beer or coffee," what do you think she'd be like? Mm, try and discourage that. I don't know. I, I don't know if
0: she's changed. I don't know if, you know. I don't know what her mindset's like now. I I, I would like to think, yeah, I, I can't imagine there being that much of a house. So you think at like 16, 17, 18 years old, whatever you want to be, uh, what, 18 if you want to go for a beer, obviously, that someone, you know, at, at that age will decide whether or not they're strong enough. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Do you think that he, um, has he got another, another, it's so weird. Has it's you weird got another dad? So um, you
0: know, so he, she has she she's with someone else now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he now has. So There is another father, another figure. another father figure, yeah. and that's another reason why I thought actually, in the long run, is it less complicated? It doesn't mean it's less hard, but yeah. is it less complicated that you know? Does he really
1: need three potential dads in his life? Yeah, it's, like, okay. it's very, it's very, it's very strange. Also, your completely, not preoccupied, but you've got so much going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, that, it's that. not, you know, if you were single and hadn't had kids, hmm. then maybe you'd keep that relationship up more. Yeah, yeah, more. Maybe. yeah. Um, But anyway, that's, yeah, it's a very strange,
0: modern... But you, you're you in a situation where you are still, obviously, surrounded by all children, stepchildren. Yeah.
1: So that's, that's good. Yeah, and it, do you know, being a stepdad, I think is... Um, one of those things where I, th- I don't think, unless you're in the situation, you really understand how hard it can be.
0: And also depends on the
1: age. It does. At so, the point
0: that you sort of enter yeah. the
1: relationship. So I came into Louis's life when he was seven.
0: So I imagine there were strong thoughts there, I would have thought. Or,
1: he's already, you know, I think they say something like your, or your development, like 25% of your whole life's development happens in the first two years of your life or something. You know, you you become the person you're going to be, more or less, by the time you're getting to school. Um, And so all of his personality and all of that stuff that as a father you would want to have an influence on your child, all of that had been done. Mm. So he's, you know, he's, he's like arriving to me. He's not a blank canvas, He's sounds a bit, <laughs> sounds a bit. No, but I know you know what, you you know mean. what I mean. I know what you mean. Um, so and so that's yeah. So that adds a, a completely different dynamic. You know, if you're a step parent of someone and raising them from you know really early age before they have a memory, um, well,
0: you can mould them.
1: Yeah, you know exactly. And and you're you have that influence over their life. So, you know, I, I think Louis once described our relationship more as. Big brother mm. more than dad like his dad's involved in his life, so I, I, it's not like I need to step in and, and be that father because he's, you know he sees his dad regularly and yeah. they do loads of stuff together, so yeah, he's got that so um, it's fair to say the pressure's off then kind of yeah <laughs> you can just be mates I can just wind him up and be and, pr- you know, actually, and play pranks on each other <laughs> yeah. but but
0: you know the, the love is still there it doesn't mean that it, it is a case of you can actually be. Just good pals, yeah,
1: and and, and, and you be know, there for one of them, yeah, and whenever the shit hits the fan, I'm there, mm. you know, and if it doesn't, great, don't you know, I'm still there, but and he probably knows that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so... it's actually nice to have maybe
0: an unbiased view because he's got yeah. his dad that's telling him this, he's got his mum yeah. that's there, maybe you you could be, yeah, the vo- god god forbid it, al the voice of
1: reason, hang on a second, <laughs> you heard you heard it here first,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then of course you've got the other side, so Jen. Is the yeah. stepmother to Isla.
1: Yeah. And that's that has been much harder. Um for lo- for lots of reasons. I had a big um you know, I I had a lot of access issues um to Isla from when, when she was very young. So Jen hasn't had as much time to bond with Isla mm. and vice versa. And there's been there's been loads of stuff. I don't really want to go into detail. Mm, of course Um but that so that's been a lot harder um but it's kind of the same like you know as and when Isla needs Jen she's there and Jen will always make herself available and i mean to be honest like if you want someone to be a stepmom Jen is the person you bloody want yeah she's uh, she's unreal she's devoted um yeah um so uh you know that that's Isla is in a very fortunate position to have Jen as a stepmom
0: Okay, quick question. I know we've got to move on quite quickly. Yeah. Um, gosh, we sound like some sort of BBC news show there. Uh, <laughs> what if you disagree with parenting style of decision? You know, where's the line? What, what happens?
1: Yeah, well, interestingly, like this, this subject came up, actually. Someone put it in the dad's net saying, is it me or is being a stepfather really difficult? And uh, an overwhelming response of people going, yeah, do you know what it is? And, and one, of the, one of the biggest things is that when your stepchild, so when you've got your own kids and your own family and the stepchild is at there biological father's house or mother's house and then they come into that relationship and then they act up you know and then it's like well it's not my kid my biological kid to discipline Mm. and influence in that kind of way and and that is the issue that a lot of dads are are talking about and the difficulty i
0: suppose is you've already got your sort of gang and you, your gang are expected to behave in a way at home which you've nurtured for God knows how many years. And that's
1: your expectations. But then
0: you can't expect someone that's coming from you know, from another home to come into your home and fit with that home. You will have to treat them you know, in a different way. And you
1: have to because they're allowed to behave like this, good or bad, over in this family. And then when they come to this family, they're expected now to behave in a completely different way. And that's a hard expectation to place upon a child. Yeah. So it almost is like you have to have two sets of rules and then you just have to smooth it over as you go.
0: I remember chatting to a mate who has has a similar setup to you, actually. And he said, don't think of it... As in, it's difficult to try and make sure that they fit into you, or you fit to them, or whatever it is. He said, "Think of it this way: that actually, having two different experiences of two different home lives actually could benefit the benefit the individual yeah. because you're experiencing, you know, different families, different values, different um, uh, different rules. Yeah. Oh, there's another word I'm looking for. I can't think about it. Um, characters, blah blah yeah. blah. So it's actually that's." maybe that is also a positive thing.
1: Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there, but I'll have to confirm whether we keep it in the podcast or not. (laughs) But but, um, I think that it's fair to say that nobody's ideal would be to be a step-parent because there's a question here down on the script that says, um, how do you deal with having constant contact with biological parents, things like that? And there's this whole thing of, well, I don't think anyone would if they could choose their path they would choose to have their own family their own setup and live happily ever after surely that's like everybody's kind of goal as soon as you start bringing other people into that and exes and biological parents and step parents and half brothers and sisters and step brothers and sisters it 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 brings in a lot of other levels which cause stress and anxiety. There's a lot of great things about it, of course. Mm. You know, and people can make these situations into absolutely wonderful stories. But I don't think there's anyone that can deny that it is a lot, lot harder than just being like, this is my family, this is how it is, and that's my that's really the ideal. It's a traditional mm. way of looking at it. But there,
0: on there there are surely some circumstances though where, you know, when let's say sadly parents have passed away, you know, and...
1: Yeah, like adoption and stuff like
0: that. Yeah. And also, you, you see these amazing stories, don't you, on Facebook and stuff, where you see a letter or it's a birthday and there's a the birthday card goes to the father yeah. or, or the mother and it says, um, uh, I would like you to adopt me forever or the other way around yeah. where they say, you are now officially yeah, you know, yeah. my son, my daughter. Yeah.
1: Those videos are lovely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think yeah. That's, that is a separate thing. It is a separate thing.
0: And yours is a very valid point. I know what you mean. You know. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm nothing gonna, comes easy I'm in this life. Out. Al. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of thinking out loud, really. But, but no, it's a very valid point.
0: Thank it God. actually is a valid point. And I can literally just think back to when I had split with my ex, and then trying to, you know, yeah. think how how am I going to keep seeing my stepson? Will you know? Will my new girlfriend? Or then when when you know when yeah. Charlie and I got together, how shit? How is it going to affect her? So there is a lot of. There's a lot of emotion.
1: Yeah, uh, here's here's the thing to finish. Nobody wants relationship breakdown, but sometimes it's the best course of action. Absolutely, I could not agree more. Because
0: I come from that sort of family where, yeah. when they split up, you were like, yes,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. So we got a. Um, uh, book of the week because, sorry I was just trying to read yeah we've got book of the week uh, the book you wish your parents had read by Philippa Perry available on Amazon
0: in uh, shall I give you the synopsis go on in this absorbing clever and funny book renowned psychotherapist Philippa Perry tells us what really matters and what behaviour it is important to avoid the vital do's and don'ts of parenting the refreshing judgement free book will help you too okay here we go understand how you own upbringing may affect your parenting Accept that you will make mistakes and learn what you can do about them. Break negative cycles and patterns. Handle your own and your child's feelings and understand what different behaviors communicate. It's available on Amazon and uh, the link is in the podcast description.
1: Uh, Really good that. Yeah.
0: Really good. Yeah.
1: And we also have a product of the week. It's called the Rexco 72-piece Creative Playhouse. And it's one of those playhouses that you can build into a playhouse or whatever shape you like. Um, but it's great for creativity that you can get... Like, I mean, Ted loves this kind of stuff. It includes 45 sturdy blue rods and 14 orange and 13 yellow connectors. Sturdy rod set for building... I don't think they should say sturdy rods so often in this. Season, <laughs> but that's it's a, your dirty <laughs> mind. A sturdy rod set for building large in, large structures including playhouses forts, castles and more size of each rod 38 centimetres
0: yeah and le- le- just just so we, we, we're clear uh, one centimetre is that big isn't it <laughs>
1: <laughs> when you're counting yes Jay <laughs> mine's an actual centimetre <laughs> okay got you yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's great yeah great bit of kit there so we'll add those links in the description that's it we've got to go intended for children ages
0: five and up I'm five and up Chris I want one of these can you get me one
1: I would love that. Your mental age is below five, so sorry. James. Shut your face.
0: <laughs> uh, right, we are done then. Thank you very much for uh, listening today, or if you're listening for the very first time, thank you. Oh, don't forget to
1: rate us. and subscribe Please rate to us, because I love reading those little reviews that you can do when you rate us. And
0: the one we got at the start of the show, yeah. which was the, the, the mum saying yeah. that she's part of our gang now, and that we are more real than mummy podcasts. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can definitely do that, too, and so I'd, I'd love to hear about it, or contact us on social at the Dadsnet, or... Or at JK Jason King. so
0: like I said rate and subscribe to the podcast you can do it on Global Player or wherever you get your podcast from tell the dads that you know to listen to this podcast don't tell your mum especially if you like it and you think hey they'll probably like it as well do that and until the next time
1: see you soon big baboon what did he just say? in a while crocodile shut your fucking face
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> goodbye <laughs> I'll just say goodbye next time ah, quickly goodbye